Welcome to Irish Spirits, a podcast about folklore and drinking, a natural Venn diagram of Irish culture. Each week we will have a theme, whether it's ghosts, fairies or mythical creatures. We will discuss the stories and lore, all while drinking a themed cocktail made by our phantom bartender. I'm Laura Fitzakry, and tonight I am on my own, as unfortunately the three of us still can't meet up due to the current restrictions. To wash down our ghost stories with cocktails, served to Quiva and I, courtesy of Alex. So this is Minnesota 2, and inspired by Quiva's Howling Gale beer she drank in the last mini-episode, I am very much enjoying washing this evening down with an ale I found called Devil's Backbone. And it's made by Kinniger. We use their beer in our cocktail for episode 2, the Oubliette. You can get the recipe for that on Instagram and drink along, responsibly, with us if you haven't caught it yet. I was obviously drawn to the name Devil's Backbone, but also its description. It says it's a full-bodied and full-flavoured, like a mellow autumnal day, which is exactly what today was, with a hint of chocolate thrown in. Interestingly, Quiva mentioned tasting chocolate in her Oubliette cocktail. But without giving too much away, at the end of episode two, I was trying to convince the other two to entertain the idea of ghosts. And in doing that, I relayed the investigation of Ghost Catchers Ireland at Ross Castle back in 2009. But I never got to go into great detail about Ross Castle itself. So whilst we wait to be reunited once more, this mini-sode is called The Devil's Backbone Interlude. The Devil's Backbone may be a nickname of a series of mountain ridges in Donegal, but up on a steep hill is a perfect position for a castle. Ross Castle is positioned on top of one, just on the shores of Loch Sheelan, County Meath. As Loch Sheelan means Lake of the Fairy Pool, things are going to get liminal real quick. One of the strangest stories dates back to the end of the 15th century. The Lord and Lady of Delvin, in what was to become Ross Castle, had a son. As holders of a certain title, the couple soon had to go on a day trip, leaving their baby with a nanny. However, whilst the couple were away, the baby died of natural causes. The nanny, fearing for her life and thinking she would be blamed, needed to avoid the gallows and find a solution. She decided to go out and seek a substitute baby to replace the dead baby in the crib. Using the allure of a better life for their child, she knew she could ask families to give up their baby for adoption. But it couldn't be anyone who lived in the area, so she went to a family travelling through. Seeing the advantage the baby would have in life, the baby was handed over and the nanny successfully swapped the child, passing it off as a lady's own baby upon her return. The little guy would grow up to be Richard Nugent, 12th Lord of Delvin, or otherwise known as the Black Baron. But what of the baby that died? Is the body on the castle grounds somewhere? A Swedish psychic who stayed at the castle picked up on the baby's story and feels that his spirit is still there. She also feels that many children's spirits roam the castle, particularly during the time of the famine. Ross Castle is actually a B&B that you can stay in, so I will get on to the other two for a road trip when all this ends. But B&Bs equal guest books, and those who've stayed there note being touched on the face by what they feel like is a curious child's hand. If the imposter baby became the Black Baron, could that be why he became so infamous, as he wouldn't have been of that lineage at all? Or is it a tale created later to explain away the bad traits of a wayward lord? It was Nugent, the Black Baron himself, who commenced the construction of a stronghold which was to become known as the Castle of Ross. Strategically positioned, overlooking the enemy territory of the O'Reillys to the north. The tower was completed by him in 1537, with the Great Hall and further extensions finished by his grandson in 1539. But the nickname Black Baron must have been warranted when you start to delve into the stories about this man. 
One story occurred in the village of Ross, and it goes. A townswoman had just finished baking her bread and placed a large loaf on the windowsill of her cottage to cool out, when a dog happened to come by. Surely surprised about such an easy meal, the dog grabbed the bread and made off with it. No sooner had this happened had the woman realised the missing loaf and yelled through the open window, Thief! Upon which the puzzled dog dropped the bread and ran for cover. Now it occurred that soon after, a beggar was passing through the village. He was tired and decided to take a rest under a nearby tree to have a little lie down. That day, the baron and his entourage were out on a hunt along the lake, when he heard the story about the bread thief, and it made him angry because of the lawlessness in his realm. As fate would have it, he soon encountered the beggar, still napping away. Known of the bread gone missing in the nearby village, the baron questioned the vagrant. The latter, knowing that he had done no ill, told him that he did not know anything about bread. The baron flew into a rage about being lied to so blatantly and accused the beggar of stealing. The poor vagrant argued his case but to no avail and right there on the spot the baron made his men prepare a gallows. As master of the land he possessed the right to pass judgment and to decide over life and death. The beggar was hanged right there and then and this was the nature of Richard Nugent, the black baron. Later on, the townspeople found the missing bread and they planted a cross at the place where the gallows stood. So, pleasant he was not. But there is another layer to his story. His daughter Sabina. Spending much of her youth at the shores of Loch Sheelan near Ross, in the charming scenery of the Irish countryside, her extended walks brought her into contact with the local Irish. Now and then she'd give her governess the slip and on one of these occasions she was walking down to the bridge across the Inney, which formed the border of her father's dominion. Down there she met a handsome young man with whom she started conversing with, and his name was Orwin, son of an O'Reilly chieftain. You can probably guess what happened next, but as time passed and the longer they waited, the more the realisation grew that they could never be together, even though they were madly in love. They talked about getting married and spending their lives together, but their families were enemies, forever at war with each other. Sound familiar? Grown desperate, they believed their commitment to each other was stronger than any of their family's quarrels and the politics their lives were embroiled in, and they decided to elope. Without any future for them in the land they were raised in, they had to say farewell and leave to seek their fortune elsewhere. One night, they secretly boarded a boat down by the shore and started to row across the lake. As they were well on their way, a sudden storm came up and caught them by surprise. They came off course and struggled as the storm grew stronger. A gale and a sudden swell caught the boat and overturned it. Sabina was rescued, but did not wake up for three days. Meanwhile, poor Orwin had drowned, his body eventually being retrieved from the lock's wet grave. Upon realising that her lover was forever gone, Sabina fell into deep despair. Her hopelessness led her to lock herself up in the castle's tower and refuse to eat or drink until she fell into a deep sleep, from which she never woke up. To this day, Sabina haunts the castle walls. Visitors and guests make frequent encounters with her spirit, still in search for her lover, and rests until the day she will be reunited with him. It is said that Sabina's fate was payback for her father's cruel deeds. In turn, when he dies, his soul would not find rest over the fate of many of his victims and his grief for the loss of his only daughter. The Black Baron's presence has been reported by visitors in the vicinity of the castle on numerous occasions. The most haunted room then, not surprisingly, that of which belonged to and saw the demise of Sabina in the tower. Heartbroken over a terrible accident, but was it an accident?
If the Black Baron found out she was off with his enemy's son, who is to say that he wouldn't take matters into his own hands? Which is why there may be another reason his soul is also trapped at Ross Castle. The Black Baron and his son, Sabina's brother, saw an opportunity while the couple were on the lake to take Orwin out. There are just as many sightings of the Baron as there are of Sabina. One American psychic may have started sobbing the moment she was shown Sabina's room because her presence was so strong, but another guest disappeared early one morning after being spooked by a male ghost who, in her words, made love to me last night. An article in the Irish Times followed a visitor to Ross Castle and their attempt to catch a glimpse of a ghost. He notes that the ghost detector with him, around 2am, picked up a voice and one word. It was murder. Though the visitor doubted that this is exactly what he heard, maybe it was a message. If it was indeed murder, there's a perfect vantage point out that lake. Quiva's right. When you're talking on your own, you don't get to drink as much, but the devil's backbone is delicious. I mean, the Black Baron may have had some backbone to build the reputation he had, but if this ghost is potentially riding visitors, well, he certainly has some neck. I should now go off and finish this lovely ale. Hopefully normal business resumes soon. Thank you so much for listening to Irish Spirits. And this podcast is written and produced by Quiva Creed, Laura Fitzakry and Alex Buckley. The sources for this episode were the Irish Times, Ross Castle's website and Old Moore's Almanac. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at irishspiritspodcast at gmail.com, tweet us at irishspiritspod or, your best bet really, on Instagram at irishspiritspodcast.com.